0: Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Vigilant Guitars. Vigilant is a really rad company based in Victoria, BC, Canada, and they're making some of the world's coolest multi-scale extended range guitars and basses, all custom ordered. You want it, they'll do it. Not just the weird stuff, you just want a sick six-string shred machine, It's done. Trevor is making some of the hippest stuff out there and he's doing it using all of the most environmentally friendly processes and lumbers that he can. Heck, he often harvests his own lumber, but if he can't do that, he gets it from ethical sources. He's happy to use modern parts and modern techniques like LED lighting, rock light, carbon fiber, all sorts of cool stuff. So if you're looking for something awesome, check out Vigilant Guitars. jaws and a blathering maw. It's a sweet episode of the Cultured Guitarist. My name is Applebottom Al. <laughs> With me as ever is Kumquat Canned Casper.
1: Oh, I hate that fruit.
0: <laughs> and joining us all the way from across the pond is Juicy Jeans Jason Snelling from Mayberry Guitars.
2: How you Hello. Doing? Yeah, very good. You.
0: Oh, I'm great. I, I got to call Casper Kumquat canned. It's always a good day when you get away with that. <laughs> Jeepers.
1: <laughs> it sounds so bad. I just don't like the name of that fruit.
0: It's a, it's a weird word.
1: Kumquat. Yep. Yeah. Kumquat. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. It's a it's a lot of like u's and what it, It's <laughs> you know. say
1: it one more time. Kumquat. You got it off your chest now. It's good. Kumquat. Okay. Good. Kumquat. Okay, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Moving on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> welcome. To I, don't I I, oh, I was just going to say I don't think I've ever had a a kumquat before. They're sort of orange, aren't they? Yeah, it's like an orange. Yeah.
1: Somewhat. I don't actually know if I've ever eaten them. I, I I can't say that I have. We should go and get some if we can here. I don't even know if get they're like It's kumquats. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should go down to the, like Nature's Fair and see if they have kumquats. All right. Kumquats. All Kumqu- right. K- Dynamite a, radio, Al.
0: Uh
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so reminds me of Quark. Quark? Quark. Yep. Yeah. Come quack quark. Quark's Ooh, that's Quark's a good one. Quark's Tavern. Come quark. Kumquat quark. Come quark come come Oh man. No, okay, you can do stop it. doing that Kumquat, now. Come qua come quack quark. Okay. Can anybody do that five times fast? Call into the show now. Post it to I Wanna yeah. Email Al. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give out the email address. No. <laughs> um, all, okay. right. All, right, all, right, all right. Settle in. Let's get into this. Uh, this week, what have we been up to? Guitar and or music-related Casper.
1: Me yeah, again, first. Um, okay. Did you go first last time? We yep, can, that's we all good, man. I'll do it. i I'm good. Uh, so I got a huge lot of free... Electronic parts for pedal building from a friend of mine, um, like, and by, a, like, a huge box. It was almost too heavy to bring into the house by myself. Um, Resistors, transistors, shout capacitors, big, big shout out to Yale. She's been super helpful trying to get me building pedals more. Um, really, really inspiring. Um, yeah. So that's been a, 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 there's like, it's all actually like strewn across the floor beside me. I was sorting it last night and then realized that I'm not 12 and was sitting on the floor concrete basement and my 40 year old bones were like, you've screwed up here.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> shouldn't have done that.
1: No, I shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, Steph had to help me up off the floor and I left this as it was. Right. And then uh, I did do a, a fair amount of guitar playing yesterday. I did. Uh, I lost about an hour and a half, I would say, um, because I turned on a, um a reverb and a tremolo and was playing my more guitar, and it just, you know, an hour and a half vanished. It was great. That'll
0: happen when you're exploring the depths of space and time. Mm-hmm. Six mm-hmm. strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. all right. No, so that's pretty much it for me. Cool. Um, and it was, and I got my my new katana set up in the in the amp row over here against the wall, so uh, I was village. able to, I w- yeah, yeah, so I was able to uh, do all of that uh, time wasting through headphones and not disturbing my house household. So,
0: well, yeah, that's awesome. It was great. It
1: that's was really awesome. Great. Been a while since I've been able to do that, actually. Oh, well,
0: good. Yeah, I mean, good. It's been a while since you did. Yeah. You, you get some break from your incessant guitar wailing.
1: Yeah. And it's it's really not good, so it's oh, no. <laughs> so everybody's like, oh god, dad's playing guitar again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that'll happen.
0: Oh, daddy.
1: No. Anyways, um, Jason, what have you been up to, guitar and or music wise, <laughs> aside from obviously the obvious, which is you build guitars for a living? Um, do you have anything else going on that's uh, guitar and or music related? Uh, this
2: week i think the, the only other thing that apart from building them um, i've done is uh we went to my son's school. he had a um, an evening thing where he was playing guitar so we, we went and watched that um he's actually uh he's got his first gig on friday so he's good we're going to a pub um he's got a little band together and they're they're gonna go play on friday night so oh
0: man that's, um, that is right. so that,
2: that'll be quite good um how but old, other than that no
0: How he old is, is your son? Four, 14 14 14 man england i love it <laughs> yeah 14 and playing in a pub over here there'd be a lot of uh red tape well cops you wouldn't be able oh. to, yeah there would be, be, be
1: cops there or would or be that. police yeah
2: <laughs> uh you no know, it's not that's that's not an issue as long as he's not drinking you you can you can take your kids into a, a like a bar or
0: whatever yeah, it's I, not I, an oh, issue I think North American culture has uh, (laughs) done a wonderful job of kind of idolizing drunk culture, so making it
1: making it like a a sought after thing, a coming of age (laughs) thing.
0: Nobody nobody grows up here thinking of bars as anywhere but like you go there to get hammered. Yeah, that's that's the impression they give you as a teen. That's what they're for. That's what you're supposed to do. You go to the bar and get wow. hammered. Nobody would trust a teen to go to a bar and not try and do that. Yep. around here, and it's not as No, I don't think that's necessarily an accurate view of what they're thinking. But that's sure the culture <laughs> that they push, and that's how they approach the laws around
1: it. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think um, we we've got the, the that same sort of drinking culture. I'm sure. You know, I mean, in some of the big cities and stuff, that it's probably like that. But you know, out in the, the countryside where where I am, it's um, you know. Pubs are really you go and have a meal, have a few drinks with your friends, but it's not, you know, coming out of there, falling over or yeah, anything no, like that.
0: It's a very different thing. My my wife and her her family are all uh, from uh, from the old country, as it were. They're all liver Okay. Um, and uh, well, my wife's born here in Canada, but her her mum and all her relatives and so far, um, and yeah, they're 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 just a different outlook there which is a better outlook i think it's healthier yeah we grew up with uh, movies like porkies and animal house and the american pies and all that sort of stuff yeah Just like i don't think that was healthy for us man boy, boy <laughs> how 40 not. years old am i sounding right now
1: <laughs> very yeah yeah all right what about you buddy
0: what have, you, I what have don't, you been up
1: to, music and or guitar related?
0: Um, I've been doing uh, more tech work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, you know, I put it out there that I'm taking in some of that. And immediately after uh, saying how much I didn't want to do Floyd Roses. <laughs> I love this. I, I got a, uh, another client come in with a, with a Floyd Rose equipped LTD guitar. so, And uh, not a well set up one. So it, it took a while to dial it in because that's just how they do. Um, so I, I was up late last night cause I kind of started on it late and, um, you know, watched some Star Trek and sat there retuning and setting up with Floyd for a bazillion hours, it wasn't a bazillion hours, but it felt like that cause it's, yeah. Floyd. um, and then I also, um, walked past a, an oscillating fan.
1: <laughs> this isn't guitar related that, at all. Uh, Just saying it's well, great. It's,
0: though. it's, 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 it's affected my guitar playing. Um, but, uh, i oh, just breathe straight into the mic. That was great, honey. Okay, good. Do it again. Um, yes. Oh, it's blowing into the mic. That was different. Um, <laughs> uh, I, so this fan had fallen over earlier and my wife, it's a, you know, it's on a crappy stand base thing that it was like $20 a Walmart. This is not like a,
1: it's got metal blades.
0: Yeah. No, it's got, I think the blades are plastic, but anyway, the fan base sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it fell over. My wife stood it back up, but she never put the front guard back on the thing. <laughs> and I've never, I never, you don't really see, you know, you know, when, when a fan is up and running, you're not really looking at it. It's not a piece of artwork. It just, you tune it out of the room. Sure. And, uh, so I went to walk past it and one of our cats was walking the opposite way as me. So I kind of stepped to the side of the cat and, uh, there wasn't a guard on the fan. So my hand went straight into the thing. And uh, yeah, I smashed the end of two of my fingers. Uh, it broke the nails and uh, sliced, put a couple of slices right on the tips of my fingers, right where I play guitar. <laughs> so the entire, so I can't really play guitar right now, because <laughs> it's just. Well, I mean I can, but it really hurts, and it, it would it it would reopen the cuts on at least my my middle finger. Um, so it made setting up the Floyd Rose act kind of a pain because you know you have to stop and check your setup job, check your workmanship and, uh, make sure it's cause you know, I'm doing what the customer is paying me to do. <laughs> and, uh, so every time I'm checking the actions, it's like, um,
1: so that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I really think that you should, um, you should stream these events of like work, would working have on,
0: on me all the time.
1: No, I know, but like working on your, your setups and stuff like that. And like, cuz you t- you talk all the time you can just talk about what you're doing. You're you're pretty good at that. Um but I think it would be fun to like see the little things like ow, 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 you know, just play out in in, <laughs> yeah, in nature, okay. you know.
0: Uh, my two <laughs> thoughts on that are I I don't think these live streams would be as interesting as uh you might think because the funny moments are interspersed by like hours of nothing. Hours of me just sitting there like really concentrating on not drooling. Um <laughs> And also, I'm a I'm a home nudist. It, you know, there's a solid chance if I'm home, the windows are closed, and I'm rolling around in a pair of underwear. That's about it. Mm. Mm. You know, it's just me and the wife there. <laughs> She's uh, she doesn't dress uh, super uppity at home either. She likes to dress cozy, so she looks like a, a sentient pillow walking around. <laughs> and.
1: I, sure, that was a great visual, a yeah. great image in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> she does, man. She wears
0: poofy, comfy, like. Yeah. <laughs> she, You know little kids when they're toddlers and they put, you put snowsuits on them?
1: Yeah, yeah. And yep.
0: they can, like they can barely bend their elbows and they're just like little starfish. That's exactly what popped
1: into my mind. Yeah, that's my wife at yeah. home. But like literally in the shape of a pillow <laughs> around her face yeah, like yeah. this. <laughs> a, yeah.
0: Very cozy. And I'm the opposite. I
1: overheat. Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: So I get home and I'm like, F these stupid clothes, free me from my chains and uh There's also a visual. Mm. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. Like a bleached seal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh something I missed. Yeah. Uh you remember last week when I knocked that crap over right before we started recording? Yeah. You cleaned it up. Clean yeah, I cleaned it up and, and finished the project of adding an extra monitor to my computer setup mm-hmm. and Guess what? What's that? It only supports two monitors.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. It has three three outputs. Listen, isn't the third monitor just so you can watch crap while yeah. you're over there? Yeah. Don't you have an iPad?
1: I do, but yeah. then it has to be plugged in and charging, and then it doesn't have great sound. I really wanted, what I wanted to be able to do is watch TV through my, my near-field monitors. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I'm just going to have to carry on with what I've been doing and run multiple windows on so multiple why, you screens. Put the schematic up on the iPad or
0: something like that and then put the TV up on one of the two monitors that's connected to the speakers.
1: It's a pretty good idea actually.
0: Yeah, look at that. Wow, that's Well, took, the problem no, the no no no, is he, that s-
1: took 2 seconds. No, the problem is because the schematic is actually on um, the design software and mm. the design software doesn't work on there. So it's not something I didn't think about. Okay.
0: You don't Oops. think there's maybe another solution?
1: Uh, you know, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on yeah, it. The it. Yeah, solution.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, let's get into it, man. We're we're Jason's here. Oh, oh. I just figured it out. What's that? I'm just going to run the iPad's audio input through the audio interface. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Fixed it. Look at that. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Anyways. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push
0: those glasses up with the middle finger. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Anyway, all right, Jason, you're 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 being you're being very kind and patient with us, and you're also a very uh, courteous guest. You haven't interrupted us once. You're and, gonna have uh, to stop doing that. I have to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can do that. I can we, do that.
0: Yeah, we're we're non-trained monkeys over here. Um, <laughs> You you just you're you're not going to get a word in edgewise if you're if you're that kind to us. So, okay. That being said, Mr. Jason Snelling, yeah, how did you get started, man? Where's what's the origin story behind you and, and the neighbor guitars? Let's get in there. Uh
2: six years ago, um, so my youngest son was eight at the time, and he'd been playing classical guitar for a couple of years and decided that he wanted to try, uh, electric. Um, and we went and had a look around, um, Anderton's, which is our sort of local music store. And, um, we, we were looking at those, none of them, none of them really fitted in particularly well. Um, and he was used to playing sort of a three quarter size, uh, classical guitar, um, and he said to me, Dad, wh- why don't you make me a guitar? And I was like, well, okay. So I made a, made him a guitar. It was um, a strangely shaped thing, um, sort of arrow-shaped, basically like a reverse V so that it fitted him, because you can imagine he's eight and it's got a smaller frame, and but he wanted a full-scale length. So I designed this guitar around him. Um, it had to play on his... Left leg as well, because that was where the classical guitar was played. Um, And made this, loved it. He's then on the road to electric guitar. And, um, you know, obviously this thing's quite off the wall. Um, So every time he plays it, somebody sees it says says, think thing's amazing. And basically ended up with friends, family, requesting guitars. So started making them, um, set up an Instagram page, um, Instagram over the last sort of five years, I'm over 10,000 followers on Instagram, uh, which is where most of my work comes from. And basically I'm full time, uh, luthier now, um, all commission based really, um, I, I make a few guitars that I take to shows and stuff, but otherwise it's all all on commission to order, custom uh, builds,
0: um, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. I I'm like, I think it's so cool that that has worked, that has become your thing now. Yeah, I mean,
2: I used to be a an IT director, um, you know, full blue collar, um, or white collar, uh, you know, working in it for a software development company. And, um, and now I'm out in a workshop building guitars, um, you know, from everything's from scratch as well. So basically I'll order hunks of wood from, uh, the local timber merchant. And then, um, you know, then use a bandsaw and, uh, planes and all sorts to get it to the shape of a guitar and, and then to something that plays.
1: Did you have a, a like that as a skill set prior as a hobby, like for woodworking and using the Skype equipment or you just kind of like went, yeah, okay, son, I'll build you a guitar. And I had no idea how to run any of it and had to figure it out. Um,
2: I don't know. I went, went to art college when I was, yeah, I don't know, 17, 18. So a long time ago now. Um, and then ended up getting into IT, um, as you do, you, you know, th- that's where the money was at the time, and, and that's, that's what I followed, but I've always had that sort of artistic and sort of, um, you know, hands-on approach to things, so, um, you know, all, all the way through, even though I've been, you know, working in IT, I've, um, you know, I've done all sorts of things, stained glass and making furniture and lamps and all sorts of stuff and then when the, when the guitar thing came along um I just watched youtube lots of youtube videos before I actually built the the first one probably about 10 hours worth of of looking at, at what other people you know other luthiers and it's amazing what you can find online um mm-hmm. and then just set about uh, making this thing and you know the original the, the very first one was made out of a piece of um, oak um, worktop that we just had a kitchen fitted, and there was this offcut of solid oak um, that I used to make this guitar. So it weighs a ton. Um, the action is, is really high. It's like a Chinese neck on it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was... That that took me three guitars to uh, to actually build a neck. So I, I made them. Um, it was my third one where I actually attempted to make a make a neck from scratch. Um, I, it didn't turn out too badly, um, but that I would say is the hardest thing about making a guitar is the neck, and also the most important thing because if the neck's not right, it just doesn't play well.
0: Yeah, yeah that's the entire player interface. That's <laughs> if that ain't if that ain't happening, they're not picking that guitar up.
2: No, yeah, exactly. And and I think, um, for me, that's, that's become one of the, the things that, um, you know, is a differentiator is that, you know, people have got you know, like a handful of guitars in, in a like a – I've got an extension on the back of the house that's got like a showroom type thing where people can come and try guitars and I've got different body shapes, different neck profiles, and people are actually able to choose the sort of neck shape or neck profile um, – uh, the the fretboard radius, all all of that stuff, because you know it's all custom custom made. So, um, you know, even you know people over in America, I've got um, customers over there where we've um, been doing video calls and and got the the ruler out and you know, <laughs> getting getting the information off of the web on the radius of a you know, I don't know, 97 strat or something. So I know exactly what this guy likes and the, 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 that's a C profile and, and and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a very, um, I, I would say that it's a different experience with me in that, um, it's collaborative. Um, it's not, you get a list of things that you choose from and that's, that's what you get. Every one of my guitars is, is unique. Um, there's no two that are the same um, they're all different woods different finishes um, you yeah, know and as i said the, even even the shape of the neck i've done people where they've they've actually shaped the, the neck themselves so it actually fits their hand profile and offset v's all sorts of things that that people have requested and you know that's that's what you get with a with a custom build
0: yeah i, I think you know, I think that's one of the things we've we've talked about a few times on the show how mm-hmm. much we encourage people to explore um, independent luthiers and you know check out these the small brands that are doing incredibly cool things versus just defaulting to and buying themselves a new Gibson or a new Fender or a new PRS or whatever. Yeah, uh, nothing wrong with those guitars. That's that's fine. If that's the Dream Max. Fine. You know, I'm not going to stomp on your dreams, but. You can get something made really just for you from from someone like yourself and uh, really take that personalized experience down to the super intimate details, and I think that makes something infinitely cooler.
1: Yeah. And, it, you know, it, if for me, too, it was you can – if you wanted to go and do the same process and say you wanted to take um, – like your process, Jason, and you wanted, and and somebody wanted to take that to a big brand. They want to take it to Gibson, want to take it to Fender, and they want to say have the same experience as you as a you or other independent luthiers um, that somebody provide
0: John Mayer because it's not happening.
1: Well, yeah, well, oh, yeah, there is that too, but it, or you are paying lit, like tens of thousands of dollars for that experience. When I mean, oh, I don't, you, you I don't, don't do. want to say, I don't want to say that you don't charge tens of thousands of dollars because you are good, but. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to put limits on your pricing. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think, I mean, I personally own three custom-built guitars, and I I don't have, um you know, big brand custom shop one-off guitar prices for all three of them put together. And they all are incredible. Well, I think at this point the Kronbowers are getting pretty... If I had to go build them today? Yeah. Absolutely, but I don't have that into them. No. That's true. that's the thing.
0: That, that, and I, I'm with you, though, like... My first custom experience, like really custom experience um, of a guitar that I didn't make for myself Mm. was doing my Kronbauer acoustic with Trevor, which is still in the process of being built, but the experience of getting to go into his workspace and lay out hundreds (laughs) of different pieces of woods and go through them and having Trevor tap on them and and that kind of thing was like, it was a wonderful experience. And it was, it was a cool way to make a new friend. And, and it was just a whole in-depth thing that I'd never, ever yeah, been privileged to, to be a part of before. Um, so hearing, hearing you, Jason say like, you know, you, you break out the rulers, you have people come to your house, literally, mm-hmm. and, Ooh. uh, and come in and, and, and try out all these different neck sizes and, and stuff is like, that's, that's so cool. Cause you can do that. I know, well. I'll speak to PRS. How about that? Sure. I know you can do that with Paul Reed Smith. Um, If you're. John Mayer. Ordering. uh, No, you can do it just as a guy. But it's like uh, you have to pay for the in the vault wood experience and and somebody from that level of the custom shop will walk you through it. It's probably not going to be Paul, but maybe I'm told he occasionally does do them with clients Um, and you pick out your woods and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know what that costs, but I do know that the Paul Reesmith Smith private stock, the, you know, quote unquote custom shop, the low end for those instruments is starting at 10, K American. So I can't imagine having Paul Smith or one of his right-hand crew walking you through the PRS private stock vault, for picking less. out woods and stuff like that is going to be less than like a 20 to $30,000 U S experience. So it's gotta be, or more, like, it's, yeah. and and that's just not really what that brand is set up to do. So that, that's where I, I, you know, I think the someone like yourself, Jason, is
1: more interesting. See that that, but that right there in itself makes the experience inaccessible to you and I. And. And ninety percent of other people, yeah, at least, <laughs> you know what I mean, like or like a hundred, like ninety-nine point seven percent of other guitarists, yeah, <laughs> you know, unless you are the elite or really rich, that's not happening for you, yeah. And so, the the fact of the matter is, and that I don't, and I and I will say with one hundred percent confidence that you're not getting a better guitar than a, than Jason would build for you.
0: I don't think so either. No, no? it's it's. I I love what you're doing.
2: Yeah, I same. mean, I don't I don't know whether or not, uh, uh, yeah.
0: A PRS custom,
2: you know, custom shop from their private stock of wood is, is going to be worse than one of mine. But, um, you know, certainly if you're not getting something custom built, then it's, it's not going to be as as good as, as something that I'm going to produce for you. Um, and I think the other thing is even though it's, you know, a private stock of wood, it's all going to be similar stuff, isn't it? It's all going to be maple. It's going to be mahogany. Yeah. I- they don't have anything... Exotic, really? not really exotic, no, I no.
0: To pick on Paul Reed Smith uh, as opposed to just use him as an example, um, I think that it's hilarious, the, like, cult of wood that they've managed to kind of create because <laughs> yeah. they, they have this, like, religious approach to, it, like, oh, the curly maple from blah, 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 blah it's right up there with uh, and uh, i don't want to i'm going to throw reuben from joy guitars into the bus with this but it's right up there with the people who kind of worship like the tree, tree mahogany, mahogany. like 0.1% yeah. like of us are ever hearing or touching that stuff like it means nothing to the rest of us yeah um but it's got this whole like church of worship around it and that's kind of what paul reed smith has created for that private stock stuff is like see but i don't but, but i don't so think better.
1: that uh, yeah 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 but but there's, I, don't, I think the the tree mahogany is a, is Almost a, a, a bad example or bad comparison just because there isn't, um, you're not building it against just curly maple yeah, or 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 flamed maple or this or that. You're actually like that one tree is the only one. And it's the only one like it. It's pretty rare. And it's yeah. pretty rare. And it's like right. super it was rare. a
0: bad example. but,
1: but. I don't want to say, like, it's, I, I understand, like, the premise of the example, and I get it. It's like, yes, there's, like, a cult following <laughs> around it. But, like, Paul Reed Smith literally developed and, and like, created that cult from yeah. nothing. It's funny to see people,
0: like, <laughs> worshipping at the altar of, like, just flame maples. Like, but you can get that
1: anywhere, from any wood supplier. Yeah, Any,
0: like, yeah, anyway. So, long story.
1: Um. <laughs> Back on track here. Um... <laughs> yeah, there's. Yeah, this is why you're gonna have to interrupt us a lot. Yeah, person, man. By the way, we get off on. Okay. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> but, uh, and so being able to pick anything you would like, and not from like you say that like finite amount yeah. of or of you know we build guitars out of these seven different kinds of wood, and that's all. You know, you yeah. Want something, you want something that's got a binga back and a and a, I don't know, red gum top. I don't care anything. You can literally yeah. pick from anything.
0: That sounds really interesting. <laughs> Just pulled that yeah, out of nowhere. I don't know where.
1: Totally, but <laughs> right, he's writing I mean, it down. <laughs> <gum now. laughs> well, that's what this—that's what this acoustic behind me is made out of, right? No, that's yeah. This is zebrawood. Zebra wood. My dad's is red gum. That's right. Anyways, I was playing oh. that yesterday too. I gave my dad a guitar lesson. It was fun. Um, so being that custom level stuff, and and literally not having a uh, not a limitation, but like literally making the sky is the limit with exotic woods and, and pickup choices. Like I know it's like there's a, a pretty recent poster, might be your last post, you've got like that kind of sort of telly looking guitar on there, but yeah. it's got four gold foils in it.
2: Yeah. So it's got um, humbuck, humbucked um, gold foils in it. Um, I mean, that's from, that's a UK uh, pickup maker called Mojo, Mojo yeah. and okay. they, he makes amazing, uh, amazing pickups.
0: Yeah, those, I, I really want to try out a set of those, cause, but they're just, they're so massive, and I don't have a guitar I could even put them in without routing something out. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're so really, they're, right? really they're, they're really shallow.
2: They're uh, really shallow. They're like a gold foil, literally. Yeah. They're what? They're less than, a, than 10 millimeters thick. So you don't, you know, you don't need to even route the body. The same way that the, the old goes and stuff, you just had them sat on top of a pit guard. They, these things are exactly the same. Um, cool. Or a, ja- a Jaguar. They, they they fit a Jaguar as well. Um, a, You know, Jaguar sort of, that they're the same sort of size as a big Jaguar pickup.
0: You mean like a, a Jazzmaster, not a, Jag, a Jaguar? Is it a Master the one that's got the
2: yeah, big ones? Jags it's like the like offset. Yeah, the Jags, Jags have,
0: have like almost regular
1: sized. Single uh, okay, coils. Yeah. but they yeah. are they are stacked, aren't they? Aren't, aren't, aren't isn't a Jags pickups a stacked single coil humbucking? Uh, no, it's still a single coil. Okay, I'm a traditional one. Thinking of something else. Yeah. I don't know that guitar very well. But anyways, yeah. back Obviously to Obviously, neither do I. I. <laughs> 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 All right, gentlemen, a quick update on on Jags and Jazzmasters. No, Jazz thanks.
0: Jazzmasters, 25 and a inch scale. A Jaguar is a 24 inch scale.
1: Same as the Mustang.
0: And one has two single coils. The other has two single coils. But the two single coils and a Jaguar kind of look like strap pickups. And the,
1: and the other ones are like in their own yeah, world. they look like... They kind of yeah, they're kind of P90 based, aren't they? They're similar to P90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: they're not P90s, but they're kind of in that vein. Yeah, a a Jazzmaster has they both have the same rhythm circuit. A Jazzmaster has a three way switch, a Jaguar has individual on off switches.
1: Cool, that's great history right, lesson. There we Thank go, you. boom. Let's not do that again.
0: <laughs> hey, man, yes, we're talking about this stuff.
1: We're...
0: <laughs> so, it's... so these these modules will fit a jazz master size pickup cavity. They just
1: sound yeah, top they, of the pick guard.
2: They, they mount on top of the pick guard, so you know, but they're they're very similar size.
1: Don't you have an extra pick guard for your jazz? I do.
0: Hmm. Well, it, it it's.
1: Yes, it's it's recoverable. The aluminum one you bought a couple yeah. years ago. What'd you do to it? No, oh, it's, it's out it's at the. It's thing just there.
0: out at the old place, and it's, uh, it's been subjected to weather and the animals and the grossness, yeah. the the badness of uh, forest fire
1: complications. Right. Yeah. Anyways, um, back to my original or my original statement uh, about the you know that's kind of a an innovative thing you probably wouldn't see because i mean obviously um you know the big brands they only offer what they offer and and being able to say take a an innovative idea like these pickups from Mojo and Mojoton and actually adding them into a custom shop build from some other big brand it's just not going to happen like you just won't you, now you're making a modification to a guitar you spent you spent 10 grand on if you wanted that, yeah, you know, or you're taking something that you don't mind kind of hacking up and putting those kind of pickups into it that are going to be amazing, but they're not going to be a handcrafted guitar just for you with just the way you want it, you know. And they, they, there is no like downside really that I it's, can see, yeah, to to you know getting in touch with a luthier like yourself or any number of the other builders that we know and and really kind of going to town. On the design for yourself. And I can speak from experience. I've done this a couple times. You won't regret making that choice.
0: If there's anything Kumquat Canned Catherine
1: knows, (laughs) it's
0: that you never regret going to town
1: on a choice. (laughs) Really going all in on a custom guitar. You're a spaz. Uh, you're- <laughs> yeah. Where do, where do we go from that? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, well, let's go backwards a little bit. I want to, so, getting back into you getting started in building. Yeah. Because you kind of you gave us the abbreviated version of the story. It sounded like, so mm-hmm. you you get into building. You build your son a guitar. Um, yeah. You start building some more. At what point do you go from building them for yourself, building them for your son, building them for maybe a cousin or a, some a friends, brother-in-law, or something like that? Um, to offering them up for sale. And, and how did that transition take place where you got yourself out there in the right ways that uh, all of a sudden Jason's no longer doing it. Jason's making wood shavings.
2: Um, I mean, it took, it took years. I mean, cause you've got to build the brand up. Um, and I think that's, that that's important. You can't, you can't just start building guitars and, and, give up your job because you know you're going to be very poor um very quickly um you have to build the brand and i think i think that's the the thing that has taken the the long period of time and it, it took me you know four four years or so before i started getting a backlog of of uh, orders i mean uh, and that that Literally has all been through Instagram, a couple of you know guitar shows over here, um, but mostly Instagram and the the the, the Instagram crowd that that uh, you know I chat with a lot of you know luthiers as well. It's a it's a very sort of collaborative uh, bunch of, uh, of people um, and and guys over in the US as well and um, you know but it but it is. Getting the pictures out there. I mean, I post two or three times a day, and and you know that takes time in itself. So I probably spend a couple of hours every day on you know in between you know gluing necks and stuff is uh, is is on Instagram. So chatting with people and you know building building that brand up. I mean, it, it, I am a small brand, um, so you have to put the the effort in with followers. And, you know, if you've got somebody that's following you and they start chatting and that, you know, they, they show interest then I show, show genuine interest back, back with them. And, you know, they, you then build a rapport. Um, you know, I've, I've had people that I've been chatting with for two or three years that all of a sudden decide that they want a custom guitar, but because I've got that rapport with them, that I'm the guy that they come and talk to. I mean, there's, there's literally hundreds of, of small luthiers out there, do, do, all doing similar, well, not all similar things to me. I mean, I try and keep my stuff as, as unique as I can. Um, everything I build has got a, a twist. It's not, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not building strats and, you know, off-the-shelf off tellies and that sort of thing. It is all handmade, bespoke, my own shapes. Even the the, the telecaster-type guitar I do has got my own, you know, horn on it so that it's slightly yeah, different.
1: And it, it, um, and it definitely, it definitely shows. Um,
2: but again, that's, that's, you know, I am different. The stuff I'm doing is there, there isn't lots of guys doing the same stuff as me because I've tried to build that unique brand and um, unique style. And, you know, I, I do a, a range of um, guitars called Upscalers, which are, are basically reclaimed timber, reclaimed uh, parts. So I use eBay a lot to to you know, buy secondhand pickups and bridges and, you know, necks and stuff, and I'll, I'll strip the neck back, refinish it, round off all of the frets, level it all, and, you know, build a guitar. And, you know, the, the point of that is that there is all of this stuff out there. You you know, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort to, to repurpose this stuff into a, you know, completely custom bespoke guitar that – that um, you know, doesn't cost the the earth because it isn't made out of exotic woods. It's made out of you know spruce floor joists or something from a from an old house that's been demolished or wherever I can get the the timber from. And uh, I tell you, you probably couldn't tell the difference between that and you know a, a mahogany bodied you know whatever. Um, you know, so there's you know I, I try and build lots of different things because that's what keeps it interesting as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love, I love that. I, I, you know, we, we've, we're good buddies with uh, Trevor from Vigilant Guitars over in, in our neck of the woods in Canada here. And uh, he's, he's also got a passion for trying to reduce his footprint on the environment. And, and um, so he's literally milling his own lumber and, and tries to use local woods and sustainably harvested stuff. And um, so we're, he, it's, uh, I really like that. I really love the concept of what you're doing there with um kind of taking parts and castaways and stuff and, and and putting them back to use and upscale guitars. That's awesome. You know, it's it's something that's one of those things that a small builder like yourself is, is gonna think of and do. You're gonna act with your conscience as as much as your passion for building, whereas you know, the the larger brands um, by necessity of what they are and how they survive they they're they're factories they're there's you know they survive by if we can avoid putting this one extra screw and screw hole in this pick guard that saves us six cents per guitar a hundred thousand times a year we just made an extra five hundred thousand dollars a year, or you know whatever it is. I think
1: it's- there's a really good example of that exact type of mentality in manufacturing. It's not a guitar documentary, but um, it's one about when the 2016 Mustang came out, and they did a, a documentary called "The Fastest Horse." It was incredibly. It was that, yeah. incredible to watch, and like I'm a car guy, but that is a, it is exactly mirrored where it's like a type of plastic clip. That costs four cents versus one that costs five cents is is tens of thousands of dollars in or or millions even when when you come right down to the the choices. So, um, I mean, obviously, big brands don't always make the best choices by out of necessity, and I just have the like the Firebird X in my mind. (laughs) But (laughs) I I think we don't have to hammer that to death, but (laughs) you know what I mean. Like, there's there's a, a definitely a, a deeper sense of conscience and, um, and ownership of, of uh, choices and like our earth <laughs> and, and stuff like that from, from the choices that you're making. And it's, and it's, it's very commendable.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, um, it's something I like, I like to do. I like to upcycle stuff and, you know, and I think, um, you know, uh, there's a there's a, a customer base that likes that sort of thing, and there's a customer base that likes the exotic woods, and I try and I try and cater for for everyone, but I do also use a lot of of native timbers. So, you know, I love elm. So instead of using mahogany on a body, I would I would use um, you know elm, which um, is very similar from a sort of resonance and tonal uh, perspective. It's quite a warm wood. Um, has an amazing grain on it but again it's it's not something you can just you know buy um you know hundreds of bodies and stuff right you've got you've got to look for that um type of wood because you know it's it's rare um you know we over i don't know what it's like over with you guys but over here we we had the dutch elm disease that killed off most of our our elm trees so everything i use is like timber that's, you know, 20, 30 years old, um you know, from trees that have died off.
1: I can think of two dozen homeowners in Canada, they would gladly let you take their elm trees so they stop raining that, <laughs> me, raining that crap all over their car. I know, I'll have to die, have to edit that out, but <laughs> <laughs> elm trees leave the worst mess ever, and uh, yeah, I can but think you, of you know, I, I... huge, big, like 150, 200-year-old elm trees that have been cut down and removed because they're they're just.
0: I, I like elm trees. I think they're they're, they're pretty. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, you're not the first manufacturer I know of using elm. I, I've always thought it was interesting, but you, 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 the only ones I know of are all in England. For some reason, um, I don't know anybody using it over here. Or and I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I, I just I remain ignorant to it if it has happened. Um, but what we do have here in abundance, obviously being in Canada, um, Canadian maple is everywhere here. And we have spruce like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we, you know, we may have to import the exotic stuff like mahogany, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're not sitting more than 100 feet away from the spruce tree. Or maple trees. I, I know there's a few.
1: <laughs> there's <laughs> literally one less than yeah. 100 feet from where we're sitting right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's humongous.
0: It's it's crazy. So I, I there's there's it's it's something I wish the guitar industry would uh, think about more and approach more because not everything. And this you know, I'm going to put a bit of a uh, a thing onto Gibson here. Not everything needs to be Honduran mahogany or you know ebony or yeah you know. Brazilian or or Indian rosewood, because those woods are now pretty rare for a reason. Yeah. Um, but We have interesting woods that aren't rare and are local, and you can make, like, imagine if instead of shipping in scads and scads and scads of Honduran mahogany, because Honduras isn't a big country. (laughs) (laughs) I know the species exists outside of Honduras, but um, imagine if, if, if Gibson started phasing in more Spruce and more maple and more locally available woods. Alder is is very common in the states.
1: I think going going that extra mile and why not? It's and it's something planning for a, a future of sustainable or renewable resource. But why not plant trees and grow yeah. them?
0: I mean, I, th- I think Martin has a program doing. Yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, exactly. They do. That's, that's kind of what triggered the thought. Yeah, but also uh, and th- to kind of segue. That thought exactly. I have a question um for Jason too. It's like what are your thoughts on on things that are, you know, maybe not wood? Like uh like Rich Light for example. Like I've got a Rich Light freshboard on one of my on my parts caster base and it's amazing. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on using um those kind of uh composite. Is it composite? It's a composite material. It's a composite yeah. material. Mm-hmm. So something like that in, in, in place of wood in places where where it's um, you know, doable. I
2: I don't have a, a problem with that. Um, just trying to think what what I've done. I've done um, stuff with resin and and uh, you know sort of uh, material tops with a with a resin over the top of them. Um, so I don't have a, a problem using stuff that isn't wood. But um, I'm not a massive fan of the uh, the, the reconstituted um, fretboards. Uh, I know a lot of the sort of Chinese guitars. They, um, or I shouldn't say Chinese. They could be from anywhere over in the in the Far East. To be fair, um, they use the the sort of the maple that's been burnt to a to a crisp and and pressurised. Um, I forget what the name of it is, but it, I, I'm not I'm not a massive fan of that. Um,
0: baked or torrified is usually the terms
2: I think. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's got its own own name for this thing, but it's basically maple um, that's been made black by by um, you know basically burning the hell out of it and then under high pressure. Um, I mean, I I used brass um, on a fretboard before, so um, so interchange the in between the different frets brass and and ebony so you know
0: super interesting <laughs>
2: um just like a, so instead of you doing like the inlays for for the fret markers put a put a brass strip in between the frets so the whole the whole section of the fretboard has been brass where where you'd usually have fret markers so you know i'm not yeah wow, okay. if it works it works
0: i got okay, i want to explore this a little bit more so did you have to like precisely space that so that your you had the right spacing to for your frets to be installed in between the brass and the ebony or did you Yes, so
2: basically ebony fret ebony fretboard and then is slotted you, you know you slot it so you've got the fret slots in and then where where you would be usually putting in a you know a fret marker or an inlay um, use a, a router and take off. I think it was probably two millimeters of the the fretboard and and inlay the brass. Um, so the brass was all cut to the correct size to go in between um, the frets
1: from uh, from fret, the fret to sauce.
2: fret.
0: So it was, exactly, so the board would look striped, ebony and, and exactly,
2: brass. Wow. ebony and brass. Yeah,
0: um, oh, that is interesting. That- I'm just I'm I'm imagining so many so many things here. I have so many questions. (laughs) How 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 long ago did you make this guitar?
2: Oh, probably about three years ago now. How Um, have you seen
0: it since? Like, how did that brass hold up being under the under the player? You know, as the player interface on the neck there. Like, is it green? Is it like? I'm so interested. Did you? I haven't I haven't
2: seen it since since it went out. I mean, it was something that they specifically asked for. Um, I haven't seen it or, or heard from the chap um, since then. But I mean, it's the same sort of density as the as the the frets. So it's it's not going to you know wear any more than um, than the frets would wear. So yeah, I just think like, but they, it would it would oxidize yeah. over time unless unless you sit there and polish it. I mean, I don't know. I just I know mean, so you, many
0: players that like. I think most players, if there's a, if there's a part of their guitar, they're not great at great at cleaning. It's going to be like their saddles and bridge and their fretboard. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I got to wonder like, man, I, did this player. <laughs> did they keep up with cleaning the fretboard? Is it like turning blue and green and looking like the statue of Liberty or is it I, polished yes. regularly or like, <laughs> that's, Oh man. I'm so, so I
2: don't know. I genuinely don't know. It's, um, but it would be interesting to see uh, see where it is now.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, um, that's cool. I I, I I think you've done some collaborative stuff with him, but Richard and in Indra Guitars uses a lot of brass. And, I
2: do use Indra. So all of my um, neck plates and my truss rod covers, I, I get done by him. So they're all engraved with uh, my logo. Okay. Um,
0: I, I thought so, but I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. Um, yeah, we, we're... Good buddies with Richard. We we love him. Um, My pickguard's on the way. I'm just oh, there. You go. Yep. Um, I'm just imagining like doing a whole fretboard with brass and having it all etched up, kind of like that. <laughs> that would be super interesting. Ah, uh, see, there we go. J- <laughs> Jason. I have a custom guitar order. Uh, <laughs> and usually it's me. <laughs> Please go very friendly with the pricing.
2: <laughs> um I I mean yeah, I work I work with um, with Indra all, all, all the time. So um you know it he it, it's great because you can get custom um pit guards and all, all sorts of stuff done done by him. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that if, if you wanted a, an entire um, fretboard done, that wouldn't be an issue.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm sure he would do it. <laughs> he was uh, incredibly kind to us. We did a parts build series um, over the, well, we spaced it over three months, but it was mm-hmm. an episode a month um, building parts builds, guitars. And uh, we got a few um, people involved in that. Helping us with uh, supplying said parts, and uh, Richard was kind enough to step up and do uh, a pick garden knobs for the guitar and the knobs for the bass that Casper built. And uh, yeah, he was he was incredible to work with. And Casper has since also got a custom SG set of stuff coming from him. And yeah. Nice. I keep eyeballing the pickguard on my Jazzmaster, going, "Well, now that looks boring." And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I have to spend some money with Richard again, but yeah, I, I I can't say enough good things about Richard. If you're if you're out there listening, folks, um, in addition to checking out Jason at Mayberry Guitars, please check out Jason at Mayberry Guitars. Mm. But you know, also maybe swing by Richard at Injury Guitars because he's a good guy too. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I want to try and stop shouting out another builder builder during your episode, Jason. I'm noticing I've done that a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great you make guitars. Hey, have you guys heard of BC Ridge?
1: (laughs) Um, So I'm just I'm I'm bad for like scrolling through guests Instagram while we're talking, and I can and I'm coming across stuff now that I remember from way back when I or like even. I think now if I was like when I first started following you or shortly thereafter, Um, but you did a, a, a couple of guitars yeah. that were by all other description beat to hell. <laughs> like they're stitched together with brass stitching steampunk kind yeah. of looking. Looking at. Um I, I just, these things like caught my eye immediately. I, I, like I'm waiting. How far back on his Instagram are you? Um, uh, May of 2020. Yeah, so it's probably a little while after I started following you. Oh man, now yeah, I gotta so scroll um, far back. so I don't have I don't have a, <laughs> I can't turn the monitor around to show you out. But anyways, there's a it looks like kind of a a double cut with your style of horns, kind of I guess sort of a strat type of shape ish sort of thing, but it's yeah. burnt, split in a couple of spots, staple yeah. stitched together. Like, what's the? Because it's kind of a departure from some of the other really, really ornate. Take a screenshot of that and send it to me so I can share it yeah, with the Beautiful, beautiful, like works of art. And this is a, an equally as impressive work of art, but it's on a totally different like genre or or whatever. What was the inspiration behind uh, what it is? So like, what it is you built here? Because they're fantastic.
2: So that's an upscaler. So that is what I was talking about oh. earlier. So you take a um, bit of old spruce or mahogany or whatever, whatever the, the timber is. And that's that, that piece was, I think the one you're looking at, is the very first one that I made. Yeah, um, it's and got it's, a, a I've, still, I've still got on it, it
1: and P nineties. And... But
2: it's kind of strapped, but Ish. with different horns on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was the very first one that I made. Um, and I've kept it most of the, I I keep most of the very first one, you know, the prototype of whatever it is that I'm making. Um, So that was the very first one. Um, That's got a, uh, I think it's from Chord. The, the neck is an old, like 1980s strat copy neck that has been reshaped. Um, And they basically, I, the, the wood goes through something called uh, well, it's a bit bit more than this, but Shushugi barn, which is a, a Japanese weathering method where you, you burn the wood. Yeah. And then you brush the wood back, which reveals the grain. So that yeah. one you're looking at has kind of been taken to the extreme as far as sort of burning burning it to the so it's really almost charcoal and then brushing it back back to the the, the bare wood underneath and, and then you oil it. Um, but yeah, that was the very first one. Um, but I've, I've made lots of those. Uh, they, there, there was a, there was a stage of probably about six months where that's all I was making. That's what everybody wanted.
0: Oh, that's awesome. This this reminds me a little bit of my steampunk telly. A little bit, but a little bit. I mean, this raw. This is raw. Yeah. And I would say cooler. Um, (laughs)
1: I didn't want to say that out loud, but I I agree. You can say it. It's super cool. Your, your telly's rad, but. This is just a whole nother. It's like if this is a guitar you would find in Mad Max's world. It's just <laughs> that kind of cool. And I love how you're like, you know, inlaying, you know, brass bezel gauges and everything. Just the aesthetics all all I think, line up I think and they're it's, pretty It's, killer. The, it's
0: the, the, the worn out look in the gauge because I have a I have a thermometer gauge inlaid in my steampunk. Tell that's where the reminders coming from.
1: Yeah. Hmm. that's that's I, I wasn't fully grasping the the upscaler uh concept yeah. until now now that we're looking at now it, you've seen like, oh, now you've okay.
2: you've seen it um so that one is actually i mean again second hand um it's got a set of uh iron gear p not iron gear bare knuckle p90s in yeah. it so um they're probably 20 year old um, P90s in there and it sounds in, incredible, but again, you can you can pick this stuff up. You don't have to buy brand new pickups and brand new tuners. There's people that are just getting rid of this this stuff on on, on eBay or flea markets or whatever, and you you can pick up some amazing gear. It doesn't have to be brand new.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty cool guitar. That's I'm digging cool. that. Do you have a favorite that you've done? Can I make you pick a favorite of your children? <laughs> uh,
2: it's a, that's a, there, there was a tobacco burst telly type guitar that I made, um, that had a, a flamed, um, ash, uh, top on it. um, and the flame in it was incredible. But, you know, with the ash, the grain is, is really pronounced as well. So it was almost like a checkerboard, but the, the natural grain of, of the wood. Um, and that one, the, the wood was so nice that uh, I didn't want to drill the top for a pit guard. Um, so I chambered the, the body underneath the top and installed magnets, um, uh, like really powerful earth metal magnets underneath the top. And then the pit guard had um, metal plates um, in in the uh, in the underneath of the pit guard, and the pit guard could then be taken off and uh, on again with without okay, it I'll looking as though so it, it had been. the
0: pit guard at all? But yeah. Well, but, but the, 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 the customer
2: product. the customer really wanted a, a sort of white pit guard on it, and um, I was like, oh, that really. <laughs> I think i think i like the wood more than the pit guard so that was the compromise that you know you could take the pit guard off and see the wood with the, without any holes or anything in it
1: you've got a, um, a side-by-side picture okay, of it on your fun. uh on your instagram yeah it's got a bigsby yes
2: it does have a bigsby yeah, yes yeah yeah nice. that's um we're,
0: that's
1: that's we're one of my all favorites. This stuff
0: casper i'm still what
1: Dude, I've been trolling this Instagram feed for a while,
0: <laughs> and I'm usually
1: the uh, yeah.
0: I'm usually the social media guy. And you're you're killing it this episode, and I'm flubbing.
2: Um, so that's you know I haven't got that one. That one that one's um, with with a with a customer. I mean, of the guitars that I've still got, I think probably that telly that you pointed out. Um, with the big uh, the big humbuck gold foils, that's that's up there with uh, you know one of my favorites i mean the neck on that guitar is absolutely incredible uh, it's made out of a piece of um, figured white oak now you will find pictures of it on my instagram because <laughs> i took a lot of pictures of this thing um but the the again it's got a, the most incredible grain pattern in it and um you know, it was a one-off piece of wood. You, uh, you know, I didn't buy it as a as a neck blank. It was a, a piece of white oak that, that I um, I saw at the 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 timber yard and it was just like I need to have that. And um, I use oak, uh, white oak, um, quite a lot actually for necks, um, which again you wouldn't you wouldn't find on a on a Fender or Gibson or whatever. But I I like it. It's got it's got um, lovely grain pattern in it and and works well for a, for a neck. Um, surprisingly not uh, overly heavy, um, which is what a lot of people think it would be, but it, it, it works really well. I was just well. going to ask
0: because I'm not very familiar with white oak, but um, yeah, you, know, you say oak and my first association is, ah, my back turns into a loose stack of pebbles. So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, for the longest time, a lot of my, early guitar circle thought PVT-60s were made of oak because they were just so dang heavy. Right. Which, of course, they're not. They're ash, but...
1: I think they're, like, loaded, aren't they, with, like, lead or tungsten or something? (laughs) (laughs) A little piece of a dead star. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's just, you know, when PV got into guitar making, they're they're PV. Their concern has always been trying to find that quality made at a price point that's great yeah and so they they didn't care if the wood was heavy they cared if it came at a right at a certain price point so Mm. they were they were mass manufacturing these things and it was like yes it's made of ash just like your fender yeah but it was like it's it's swamp ash that everybody else rejected so it weighs 19 pounds um but, it,
2: but it, I find that incredible in, in itself you can have exactly the same species of, of tree and it, it could be any tree um, doesn't have to just be ash but depending on where it's grown and the the, um, the size of the uh, the gaps in the grain will will determine how heavy it is so you know swamp ash if it's you know grown in, in a really sort of moist environment has got very open grain and so it's not as dense, whereas a piece of hard ash is exactly the same species, but because it's, it's grown in a drier environment, it, it weighs a ton. Um,
1: but, again, they
2: have, different, they have different resonance.
0: <laughs> Casper's got, speaking of that parts caster series, Casper's base, the ash in that thing, <laughs> he, he again, chosen for its figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's entirely. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous looking. But...
1: Back yeah. breaking.
0: Should have should have done the semi hollow.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that
0: would have been a good choice. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's bizarre too. And like you can get, um, you know, a super figured piece of wood that looks great, but is astronomically heavy. Same species, you get the you know, like say that open open pore type of you know wet grown wood. It's just you know weighs half as much. It's it's hmm. a yeah, it's a neat thing and and, you, and being guitarist uh, we don't exactly always choose um, the uh, the practical choice um you know I definitely made the choices for what I've made this guitar this bass out of based on what it looked like and sometimes you got to pay the price for that
0: <laughs>
1: and that is weight just have to yes um, I'm looking at another upscale here I think upscaler and it's uh, a similar burnt um, in that T style. Uh, looks like the I'm just trying to think, and it's got, but it's got a, a, a an opening in what might be a purple heart pickguard, and you can see a so, face
2: through that. Oh, the goblin! Uh, the, goblin. the goblin, yeah, Great. that one viral. Um, was um,
0: oh, well, did your mic fall uh, off there? We've kind of lost you.
1: Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. but it sounds it's like so you're off headphones now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Going
0: on. I think your mic is in a different spot than it was before, maybe, or it came unplugged. No,
2: black. it's your. There we go. It did. Yeah. It came unplugged. Ah, That's better. Okay. <laughs> it, it was just slightly out of the the socket. <laughs> so <laughs> so what, what, <laughs> we were talking about the goblin, yeah, yeah. We? the goblin. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> um. So that one, uh, again, it is a shushigiban finish, but that one's been, uh, stained. So it's got a, a, a water-based dye, green dye on it. Um, it's
1: got, um, it's green. It's green. Casper's colorblind. cool. I'm colorblind. <laughs> it looks black to me. Okay. It looks kind of similar no. to the other one, <laughs>
2: yeah, but yeah, it, it's, it's the same sort of finish, but it's got a, a green stain on it. Um, and then the pit guard is um, a piece of ash, purple ash. And um, I had this piece of uh, wood, um, and it had this big knot hole in it. And I saw this and thought, well, I, I should be able to do something with this. And, and then um, I, I basically built the whole guitar around the, the pit guard and um, what what I could do with this hole that was in the pit guard. And, um, and then it's actually got a – I think it's a 1994 The Amazing Spider-Man. I forget which issue, but um, there's a there's a copy, a comic book um, that's got the Green Goblin on the front cover, and um, that's where the eyes are from. It's from a, a comic. from a, a, an actual comic book that's, that's been – put onto the underneath the pit guard and, and, um, and then that one's got all brass, uh, not brass, copper, it's copper hardware, um, aged copper hardware and, uh, purple heart fretboard, um, gorgeous cherry, cherry neck. So it's got a figured cherry neck.
0: And that didn't take long to sell. Um, (laughs) I kept it for a, for a, a
2: long, long time. And then I you know you, you have these guitars and it's actually you'll see another one on my feed a red one uh, i think i posted it quite recently actually again um there's a red one um that's exactly the same it's got exactly the same pickups in um and that was a guitar that i built for myself it was the very first guitar that i built for myself so that one um as is actually the, the neck is shaped to my hand so it's got a slight offset on it and um it's the only guitar that I pick up and it actually just feels like it was made for me because that that's exactly what it was <laughs> and um that's the guitar that that I pick up most often um and having the two that were almost identical as far as the the, the woods and and everything were, were very very similar. The the goblin just didn't get played, and I was just at, at some point I put it up on Instagram that I was interested in in selling it, and um, it ended up going to Germany. Actually, a guy came over from 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 Germany and and picked it up and took it back with him. Yeah,
0: um, I bet that didn't take much for him to uh, to decide yes on because. Uh... I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I don't know about him, but the mid '90s, the early to mid '90s, that was like the height of my comic book collecting fervor. And uh, so, as soon as I saw the eyeballs on this one when he first posted it way back when, uh, I kind of freaked out. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because it just you, there's a certain look to that era of, of comic artwork that's uh, you know long since evolved and changed, and and that's fine. But uh, I would I would recognize it from a million miles away. <laughs>
1: I was never yeah. into comics. I wasn't your thing. Yeah. No, or graphic novels, as I'm told.
0: Well, they're, very, they're <laughs> different. <laughs> Two different things. But yeah, I, I was super into comics for a while, and uh, I really liked it. Really liked this guitar from the moment you posted. Yeah,
2: it. yeah. I mean, then. And it literally that that's been reposted everywhere. So it's on, I don't know how many times you you see it on Pinterest or whatever. But there's you know, and then on Instagram it it, it there was um one guy posted it and it was like over a hundred thousand likes on it. I was like that's insane.
0: Well, whatever you sold to the fellow in Germany for, you probably didn't tell it enough. Yeah, or, you know, probably yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, it definitely wasn't but
0: you know know, this would be cool though because i i mean you'd probably have a a real hard time finding uh, a piece of ash like that with the with a cool looking knot hole like that again but you could find a piece of ash that had that kind of figuring and uh carefully make yourself a hole and you could do a series of that with uh do the villains. I guess he, different have, have different, uh, different classic villains poking their eyes through the holes, and
2: you you, you definitely could. Um, I think the only the only issue with that is going to be around copyright. Um, so
1: well, you, just, you just I don't actually... steal from the same comic book maker all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I <think> <laughs> well, I think
2: I think if you're if you're taking the actual comic book it's not an issue but if i was to reproduce those eyes and print them yeah, myself
0: i i would then as a comic book guy i think the cooler aspect is to take an old comic book yeah and uh and repurpose the cover into something like that that being said i know a couple of very talented artists who are well, to be honest, I think the two guys I'm thinking of are both uh, line cooks in different kitchens, um, but they love comics, and they're heckin' good artists. You want to do something like this again, uh, Jason? Let me know. I'll put you in touch with them. These guys would kill to be able to draw art for something other than just posting on their Instagram accounts.
2: Oh, right. I see that's interesting, because, you know, it. It's a very, it is a very different guitar, and I think the... Um, You know, it's definitely my own um, design and and take on it. So,
0: This this is one of those things where it's it's so wildly popular that I think if you don't own it, you don't kind of put it out there again once in a while and be like, mine. Um, Yeah. Somebody else is going to see it on Pinterest and do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely... uh...
0: (laughs) Well... You hate all social media.
1: Kind of. God, yeah. I can't say I hate it, but like, yeah, no, I don't even want to give Pinterest the time of day, and I don't. <laughs> anyway, it's taken I mean, over image searches. You cannot search something for images and not have, be, have Pinterest be the thing that dominates it. That's true. That drives me crazy. Really, what it's for? Um, I don't know. That's 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 a, that's a thought,
0: Jason. I uh, I mean, you don't have to take my yeah. business advice. It's-
1: I never do. <laughs> it's, it's it, you know, it's advisable. You don't, but <laughs> there is good merit in not listening to Al. That's, uh, that's just mean. That's just a bit harsh. No, no. I know you don't know Al very well. I'm right here. You're sitting right across from me. I have a cane. I can club you. I, and also,
0: Mr. Guy who partnered with me on a podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I go on. Oh, yeah, I can see where this is going. Exactly. So no. I know better than anyone else how <laughs> yeah. Why you shouldn't listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know, but if you do do a villain series, Jason, let me know. I I uh, I'd be very interested in that for only a twenty percent royalty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought, thought you were going to buy one.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: twenty percent royalty on the one you buy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my my villains, my villain guitar will be the one with the brass fretboard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and who who's the bad guy in My Little Pony?
0: Is there a bad guy in My Little Pony? Oh, there's got to be. Like, complicated. Oh, they're, they're, or like maybe maybe be. the
1: Care Bears or something. The,
0: you can just oh, be grumpy. Grumpy, yeah. grumpy from <laughs> the Care Bears. Is that a villain? <laughs> no, but it's just
1: a grumpy bear. Like, oh, man. I don't remember the Care Bears. World.
0: I know as a kid we had the Care Bears movie. Yep. Yep. And like the bad guy in the Care Bears movie was like an evil book that like convinces um, a boy to use it for bad stuff or something. I I don't remember that well either
1: can't remember. I'm, I'm mixing up the Smurfs and... I was going to say Gargamel. Gargamel. Gargamel was the Smurfs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
0: Gargamel well, but I don't remember any of the, the Smurfs or the episodes well. It's
1: like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: Smurfettes. I remember Smurfettes, Papa, Smurf. Papa, Smurf Papa Smurf, and Gargamel, and <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's it. Everything else is a blank. Yeah. yeah. What was the cat called? Um I don't even remember the cat. Oh,
1: let's find out. That's a good Os- question. Osriel. 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 Yeah. Osriel.
0: Oh my gosh! I know that name. I know that name from like 15 goth girls I went on dates with who all had cats named <laughs> Ashley. Every every broody chick with black and white leggings and too much eyeliner, eyeliner yeah, had a cat named Osbrey.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that's where it's from. Obviously,
0: that's a that's a. That's an interesting look in my, my dating life, briefly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I can't think of the name of uh, doc- or, uh, Dr. Claus Cat from Inspector Gadget.
0: Oh, oh, man. What was that cat's name? Did it have a name? It had or, to have. It, it was just always on his lap getting pet by his metal arm. It was gray and black, wasn't it?
1: Yep. yep. Yeah, uh, Dr. Claus Next time, Gadget. Next that was an amazing
2: time. series. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Mad cat. Uh, mad cat. <laughs> mad cat. Oh, my
0: God. Wasn't that,
1: wasn't that oh, and it's not even mad cat, Doctor like just Claws mad cat. A it's, evil entity, like it's like
0: enterprise called mad. Yes. So, yes, and it's, it's exactly M dot right. A so dot Cat doesn't have a name. No, it's just, it's just corporate cat. cat. Corporate like, cat, Yes. Does Walmart have that? You go to Walmart's headquarters, there's Walmart cat. Called Wally. Just, well, if we're going by those rules, it'd be Walmart cat mm. or Walmart Ltd.
1: I don't even know what Walmart's cat. parent company's called. I don't know Loblaw? Loblaw <laughs> cat. Loblaw's cat, yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Chevrolet cat. General Motors cat, actually. Yeah, General Motors yeah, cat. General yeah, General Motors cat. Daimler cat. Anyways, moving on. That yeah. was silly. Yeah. More intelligent <laughs> okay. more intelligent discourse. Well, I know, sure to Honest out. honestly though, I, I really do think Grumpy Bear is uh is a good idea for Al.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Grumpy Bear? Like I, I I don't know. I've never talked about I've I like never talked about the care bears.
1: That's that's the point. <laughs> does, but I don't actually understand. I started with my little pony because I thought that would be hilarious.
0: See, I remember. I I still remember the theme song from My Little Pony.
1: Don't sing it. Don't don't. I, don't know if I can. will. There's the DMCA you. thing.
0: Perfect.
1: <laughs> Sweet Little Pony. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know? I don't, I I, I, don't I can't know. say I've ever watched an it's, episode that's of My, my Little stuck Pony. With me. I, I, and I've uh, and I've got nieces that I'm sure that I was babysitting or something when they were watching that. I show just remember
0: those just, first two lines. I I've got the entire G. I. Joe song memorized.
1: Well, that's like, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I've heard that song ten thousand times. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, did, yeah. This, the other Thanks, one. American Cultural Entertainment <laughs> Exports. We I
2: was gonna I was gonna say, did you not have like the garbage pail kids cards when you were growing oh, up? Oh yeah, heck
0: yep. yeah. Heck yep. yeah, I had those cards. They were Yeah, they they were <laughs> they were cool. They were the coolest <laughs> things in the world for a time in my life. <laughs> We are so old. Uh, Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) 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 Did you ever end up buying that slammer? The The $40 OJ slammer?
0: No, I didn't. That's good. Saner
1: saner minds have prevailed. Uh, I'm proud of you.
0: You'll remember the time my wife and I were homeless.
1: (laughs) Dude, you you brought it up a number of times. $40 meant a lot. He's going to end up with this stupid medallion. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That
0: was, <laughs> did you did you happen to hear that episode, Jason? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, the subject of Pogs came up, and how as a young man Al found this Pog. It was a slammer. Was a slammer. It was a yeah. It was a collectible shop when Pogs were at the height of their glory. Uh, and this crossover cultural event happened where OJ Simpson got in a car chase in the white Bronco, and Pogs were happening, and then somebody made. An O.J. Simpson in the Slammer, Slammer. Yeah. And it literally said that on the top of the thing. It had a picture wow. of O.J. Simpson behind bars on this Pog Slammer. And 11, 12-year-old Al thought that was the greatest. <laughs> that was the first time my brain encountered a stupid pun combined with two different pop culture zeitgeist elements mixing together. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Couldn't have been more clever in my mind. And uh, I didn't buy, it and I wished I would have. But at that point, it was like this guy was selling for twenty bucks, and that might as well have been like a hundred thousand
1: dollars to you. It's a twelve-year-old Al, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hundred, you know, 12, 20 bucks in like nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety two or whatever that was.
1: I think it was later than that. Whatever.
0: It, anyway, it, twenty dollars back then was like a boatload of cash for a kid my age. I had to deliver a lot of newspapers for twenty bucks. Yeah. Didn't buy it. Stuck with me the rest of my life. And I'll die. Remember? Yeah. I'll die. <laughs> remembering it this stupid slammer. And it was one of those things. Where it was like, Oh, I wish I had that just for the, this funniness of the memory is what it yeah. became. It wasn't because I was like, and under any illusion of like, that is so cool. People would be jealous of me for having that. And then I saw one <laughs> on Facebook marketplace. Some lady thought it was some kind of commemorative medallion. And she was selling the thing for like 40 bucks and I didn't buy it again. And now I do kind of regret it. Yeah. But yeah, I was homeless, my wife was homeless, <laughs> we were escaping forest fires and plague and uh, things were happening. $40 on a Pog you was maybe not the best choice for us at
1: that moment. You could send it to Arjun and have him route it into one of his slammers. <laughs> I, I could send him
0: any slammer, it doesn't need to be the... No, but I, I think it'd be... The, tr- the Yeah, the slammer on slammer on slammer word plays, with, yeah, I get what yeah. I, I <laughs> Anyways, you could get could get that on your fretboard. I oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Headstock inlays. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they're available on eBay, pretty easy to find now. So. Oh my gosh, there's going to be an upscaler with an inlaid.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> can get that inlaid into the body. <laughs> I'm just going to see one posted on the Maybury Instagram yeah.
1: like, it's for sale wink <laughs>
0: wink. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> love it. Damn you, Jason! <laughs> <laughs> the do most I'll expensive do my form, for
1: claw voice. The yeah. most expensive form of that slammer you could possibly imagine. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you yeah. finally have one. Only thirty
0: five hundred pounds,
1: <laughs> but
0: you have one. It's true. It's true. I'll need two though, because I'll have to see both sides of it. The... You can't have just. One side of the Pog showing. You.
1: One on the fr- one on the top of the guitar, and one on the back. I'll put,
0: he'll inlay it in the headstock on a spindle.
1: Yeah, I was Spind- going to say. Oh my! You can, have oh my, can spin yeah. it. Brilliant! That's way better than than actually having two and in, inlaying one on the front, and this one on the is back.
0: More thought put into pogs than pogs put into the themselves. Pogs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God, Jason! I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all good, man. All good. <laughs> this it's like
2: memory lane
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> man, there's okay. Well, you you know, thinking. You remember those uh, cases, like the Darth Vader shaped case you could carry. Yeah. Star Wars figures in.
1: Yeah. 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 And the Hot Wheels, the, the car Hot shaped ones. ones. Yep.
0: I want a guitar that just does that. It just <laughs> carries my childhood. Keep
1: open up to look at this. I was going to say, dude, what do you think a guitar case is? It, you literally open a guitar-shaped <laughs> thing and there's a guitar in it.
0: Yeah, but this, no, I want, I want to, like, I want a mask-themed guitar where I open up the top and there's all my former mask figurines. Or... No? Nobody mm. Mm. <laughs> Anybody remember Mask? Done... It was this really great show. <laughs> totally not a G.I. Joe ripoff. <laughs> um...
2: Mask was good. I think the toys were amazing, the, 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 oh, the mask yeah. toys.
0: The mask toys were the best, man. Oh, come on. Yeah. You know, Casper, you're telling me you don't want a guitar I, that you can open up and there's like a whole collection of micro machines in there?
1: No. I don't remember having micro machines. Oh, fine. Just hot I just had said. Ninja Turtles and GI Joe's and stuff, dude. Okay. <laughs> but you know what though? I think you know the, the the pizza thrower? The van? The van. Yeah. Remember the pizza thrower? I had one of those. Yeah. Oh. And it was and just the worst thing when you know, growing up and you know, and I had an original Optimus Prime transformer yeah, with with those. the trailer wow. everything sold it was like, all the garage sale one day to buy probably gave him away yeah, oh this oh. you just triggered a thought in my mind okay so I'm at work the other day sorry to cut you off but I'm at work the other day and a customer the owner of a golf course okay comes in and I like I run what was called hospitality right so it's like any any liquor sold in, in this province has to come through the government I work for the government I sell the booze so Customer comes in to pick up their order. That's called racketeering. Sure, it's like, <laughs> I'm just a middleman. Anyways, so the uh, customer comes in and we get chatting, and I'm like loading the back of his pickup truck with all this old all cases of beer and coolers and whatever else. And he's like, I don't know if that's gonna fit. Anyways, uh, I make a Tetris reference and load the back of his truck successfully. Close the tailgate. Done. He's like, he's, like, oh, he's dude's got to be in his late 70s, probably early 80s. He's like Tetris. He's like, oh, you know, I got one of those, um, you know, those Game Boys. I'm like, oh, really? Like an original Game Boy? He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the original, the, the, the Tetris version. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. He's like, yeah, it's sealed in the box. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's still in cellophane. I'm like, you have a, you have an unopened Game Boy Tetris Game edition that came with Tetris, Nin- 1987 oh Game Boy Tetris gosh. edition sealed in the package. I'm like, man, that's probably worth quite a bit of money. And he's like. Really interesting. He's so like, why don't you look into it for me?" Okay, on well, my Come off time. I'm like, it was worth quite a bit of money. I'll give you forty bucks for it. I'm not like that <laughs> because the eBay sh- sell sheets that I found, and then not just one, multiple. The highest I found was a hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars, hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, unopened, sealed, and in in like lock cases, never touched. This thing, he brought it in and showed it to me, and sure enough, it is sealed in the package, and the box is mint. I I couldn't believe it. Even played ones in the boxes are going for like seven to ten thousand dollars. That's insane! Wow, I couldn't believe it.
0: Tell your, tell your, tell your guy there, man. So I did. Like, hey, you should. uh, He offered me some money to sell it for him. You should talk to a (laughs) broker, man. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, it was funny. Anyways, so you said you said Game Boy, and I was like, "Oh my god, no, this that's, thing that's happened true. to me." I did say I did say Game Boy. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe like, that's absurd amount of money for like what was what were they, one hundred and twenty-five dollars or? Two? I think I paid eighty, brand new for
0: my for my Game Boy
1: back in the uh, early nineties. I had the like on the, the clip-on light attachment.
0: Oh, you were one of those rich bougie kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that light ate like AA batteries, like nobody's. Yeah, business. But you could play at night, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I could play Ninja Turtles and Final Fantasy Two.
0: Yeah, I was only <laughs> I was a kid who, like, on road trips, I like I try to play Game Boy. It would get oh, dark, I, and you'd be like holding it up, trying to catch the street lights.
1: I, I could when I was a kid, I could not play Game Boy in the car.
0: Oh, you get dizzy. I get sick. Uh, in, yeah,
1: within about two minutes, I'd be like, nope, gotta get out of the car. Not
0: a thing I've ever even like. I've hardly spent any time on the ocean, but I can go on the ocean in a boat and heavy waves. I don't. That's not how I get sick. Yeah. But if I stand on a merry-go-round,
1: it, you're two done. seconds, <laughs> <laughs> done. You're done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You put me on the craziest roller coaster in the world. Fine. I can't even go on those spinning swings. Fine. But a merry-go-round. Just a regular old, like, like the like the old six, the
1: death traps in the park. The
0: little six foot ones that you break your teeth open on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. all metal. The one
1: they're all outlawed in Canada yeah, now. Yeah, they're gone now. Yeah, yeah.
0: good. I don't good rinse.
1: Freaking vomit <laughs> comets. Survival of the fittest, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 now I was fine on them until like one day I went to the park with my friends in high school, and I don't remember what it was. I think we my we my girlfriend at the time and my friends there's some kind of a bet involved or something like that. Anyway, I let them tie my hands to this thing because oh. of, for some reason or another, and I can't remember the circumstances for it, but it was like a, ugh, fine. And I thought, like, yeah, they'll spin me on it and it'll be annoying and whatever and we'll go back to school after lunch break is over and it'll be fine.
1: You end up in the hospital. Because
0: <laughs> we would, you know, as this was in high school, we'd walk to a park to get, just get away from the high school and eat lunch somewhere else. And My friends, for about 35 minutes straight, kept me spinning on this thing. They didn't stop when I begged. They didn't stop when I couldn't stand up.
1: Friends. Friends. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Friends. Shockingly, I don't talk to any of them anymore. They didn't stop when I threw up. (laughs) They stopped when they could faintly hear the school bell. That's when they stopped. Wow. And I got off that thing so dizzy. I literally just collapsed on the grass beside the thing. And they're like, come on, man, we gotta go back to school. And I was like, I can't walk and I'm covered in puke. <coughs> frickin' a- hats. There's a oh, there's a beep, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Put it uh, in the sweater jar. <laughs> so I was like, I just laid there waiting for the world to stop spinning for I don't even know how long and then went home. And ever since then, yeah, like two seconds on a merry-go-round, and my body's like, oh, no, no, no. We remember this. Hell no. Get off this. Danger, Will Robinson. Get off the thing. So I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. No, likewise, mar- no merry-go-rounds for Al. Likewise, the smell of lacquer thinner will give me an instant headache.
1: That That's pretty normal.
0: Well, I, I, it, I mean... It's normal after you huff it for a bit or whatever. But huff like, it? That's not the right word, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I did painting and stuff for so long. Um, yeah, you are not supposed to
1: sit and do that. No.
0: And yeah, it, just the, just the slightest whiff of it, it's just like my brain has a reaction. It's just like that stuff's dangerous for me. Headache. So if I am, if I am, even if I am working outside with in a breeze where the the breeze will carry off the fumes and it's quite safe, I I will still wear. Full chemical respirator because I just mm-hmm. I don't want the headache.
1: And so be it. And then one time, <laughs> no, <laughs> I got in a my God, <laughs> amazing!
0: Uh, I'm sorry, Jason. This is the hazard of having okay. no, no episode planned. Yeah, you come on, and maybe you have a great episode, or maybe you're subjected to some stupidity and childhood trauma.
2: <laughs> it's all good all good so uh, yeah interesting it's interesting it's not guitar related but it's interesting
1: now you're getting why the quote-unquote cultured guitarist is a great name for our show yeah. <laughs> certain levels of irony
0: anyway. so we're getting to, to kind of that stopping point i'm sorry i bogarted the end of the episode for Stupidity and shenanigans. Um, but before we wrap it up, where do people best find you? Um, Instagram
2: is the best place to find me, at Maybury Guitars. Um, or you can get my website, uh, www.mayburyguitars.co.uk or .com. Either or will get you to my website.
0: Right on. Awesome. Okay. Um, I don't think we need to be much more ceremonious than that. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. You're rad as heck. So are your guitars. Was. Nice. Um, Thank you.
2: Uh, it was good fun. Good fun. Interesting. Yeah, it was a good trip <laughs> down memory lane, actually. Yeah. Very,
0: very good. So next week, we'll discover our deep love for popples and rainbow bright. Oh, my God. <laughs> popples? <laughs> I still have a popple.
1: I believe you. Yeah.
0: I thought it burnt in the, my parents' house fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife's the only like, thing no, that no, made no. it? No, it's it's uh, apparently it's hung up at uh, her mom's place. So oh there you go. Still have to pop it.
1: Magnificent. Oh. Yeah. And on that bombshell. We'll see you next week.